0: Why is this weird for me? Am I a comedian? I don't know. I feel like I'm a failed comedian. <laughs> failed comedian and waitress, Hannah Garces. Okay. I just,
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I want it on the record that, that you consent to that. And not only do you consent to it, it was your idea. So if anybody yells yeah, at exactly, us, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, feel free. We could to acknowledge. DM Hannah, she'll explain. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Birder, I Barely Know Her, the only birding podcast where we all agree that spaghetti is immortal. I'm your host, (laughs) Dewey Casty, along with my co-host,
2: Jessica Cristiano.
1: (laughs) And uh, here with us, we have waitress and failed comedian, Hannah Garcés.
0: Hi, thank you for having me.
1: Of course, sorry if I bungled that and did the wrong order, Hannah. Would you prefer to be thought of more as a failed comedian than a waitress?
0: I mean, I'm doing more waitressing than comedy, so...
2: But are you doing more waitressing than failing
1: comedy? Dan.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm working a lot.
1: <laughs> and are you failing any waitressing, I think, as well?
0: Yeah, I, don- I wouldn't say I'm a great waitress. <laughs> I have a kind of a bad attitude, and... Um, oh, okay, that's... <laughs> yeah, I get really grumpy. But, I- I- but I'm good.
1: Service, like, the the restaurant, like, tells you that you shouldn't be grumpy, but I think all servers should be grumpy on by default. Everybody that goes to restaurants sucks.
0: Yeah, yeah. I agree. Including myself. When I'm a patron, (laughs) I know that I suck and I feel bad.
2: Me too. I was telling Dewey yesterday that the biggest complaint I get every time I work in food service is that I'm not bubbly enough and not engaging with the customers enough. And I'm like, but I'm kicking ass making drinks. So yeah, pick one. Yeah,
0: Yeah. that's what they're coming here for. It's for food not a friend
1: (laughs) there's an old thing with the sims where i don't know if you ever played the sims hannah oh yeah yeah okay were you one of the people that logged like thousands of hours and just like making like weird evil or perverted shit or just like ruining families or okay great yes
0: absolutely (laughs) (laughs) taking the ladder out of the pool (laughs) yeah
1: yeah (laughs) there's a thing on the sims where somebody had a painting goblin where what they did is they had a family and the family's money came from one of the family members lived in the basement and just painted paintings for 24 hours a day, and that's how they lived. <laughs> and I feel like Jess, you could be a fun little when you're at Starbucks, you could be like a fun drink gremlin, where you don't have to interact yeah. with the customers, you just sit in the back.
2: That would be fun. That was my dream. <laughs> one time, I lost my voice for like three days, and it was the best time <laughs> I've ever had at Starbucks. Oh, that's amazing. Because I couldn't like, I couldn't take orders. I couldn't like, I could barely even yell the drinks out. So it was more yeah. just me like putting it there and hoping they figure it out.
1: You should have faked oh, some sort so of cool. sword swallowing accident that only your coworkers <laughs> knew about. So you're like, "Well, I guess I can't talk anymore. I've cut my vocal cord with a sword doing some <laughs> sort of trick for a party." And
0: that's they like couldn't really fire bad. you because that would be that would be illegal.
2: Would <laughs> right. it be illegal? It would
1: be discrimination because sword swallowers are a protected class. So Yeah.
2: Yeah. Circus folk.
1: Circus sorry, I forgot the PC term. Yes, circus folk. <laughs> circus folk. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> But yeah, so we're we're all here. Ugh. Ew. Sorry, I had a piece of uh, phlegm just pop up out of nowhere. Is that a? Are you wearing a Strickland propane sweater?
0: I am. Yeah.
1: Oh, that's Tastes very the heat fun. Out the heat. Yeah. Jess, that's Big... from King of the Hill.
2: Oh, okay. I was like, how yeah. do you know about something in Texas?
1: Jess gets freaked out by the animation.
0: It is a little.
2: Freaky, it's too much but... and also the one episode i saw it was kind of sad it made me really upset
1: that's the episode where where um hank Wait. gets into like dog shows with um ladybird and i thought jess would love it because <laughs> she loves dogs but it's the same episode where bill tries to get a dog and the dog he gets is like a very vicious rottweiler and bill is just like sad and like his life is ruined <laughs> and jess is not like sad characters
0: yeah oh man yeah that's that. tough I'm
1: <laughs> oh. it's yeah, similar you're to a <laughs> We had the falcon episode where it was like, oh, I'm going to do falcons because Jess loves a certain bird we'll talk about today. Mm-hmm. And then half the descriptions of the episode was just me describing all the small animals and the various ways that the falcons killed them, <laughs> which she wasn't happy about. Which I get.
2: They got to do it. They got to do what they got to do. Yeah.
1: Right. But yeah, yeah. If, Jess, if Jess was in charge of the UN, the Jur falcon would be in the Hague, so... It would oh, be exactly. Tried tried him for war crimes in The Hague and sentenced to some sort of <laughs> international prison. They're
2: saying I might be in charge soon.
1: They're <laughs> oh. saying this, yeah. There's
0: rumblings. Yeah. <laughs> There's talk. There's chatter.
1: Yeah. I think I'd make a good head of the UN, Jess if you can handle yeah, starbucks customers you can handle foreign policy yeah. yeah well real quick uh i don't know if you can see so on riverside everybody gets a little profile photo next to their name but oh. mine is a photo of me and i had to restart the recording which is good because before my profile photo it usually just takes like a photo as soon as you log on and before uh-huh. you two logged on i did step on with my shirt off so i'm glad that no it's... i was on i was oh. logged on The reason I came off my shirt on when Jess is on because I popped out of the shower because getting my sunscreen off my ears, which is the only (laughs) thing covered by my headphones, is so fucking hard. I had to get in the shower again. So that's why I I did that.
2: I came on at 12.30 or 12.28 when I was supposed to, and I I heard your shower running.
1: You were two minutes early.
2: Okay. And then it was 12.30 and you were still in the shower.
1: (laughs) I was was out of the shower at 12.30. I sent (laughs) Hannah the email at 12.31. We can look at the receipts. Should wow. I have sent it to her before that? Yeah. Why were you Should in I the have showered? been showering? No, <laughs> I was showering you because I got home. I did shower when I got home, and apparently I missed my ears on the side of my face because this fucking sunscreen does not give me cancer, <laughs> but it's like grease paint, and if I don't shower oh. right, it's on me for like days. So.
0: Okay, it's like that zinc
1: stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: It's The heavy duty stuff.
1: Heavy duty yeah. stuff. That's it. So Tidal actually, it up. Um, so. <laughs> Hannah, you are here with us yes. on our birding podcast. We met through mutual friend Claudio at the Improv Space. Um, mm-hmm. and you, <laughs> I mean, you didn't mm-hmm. meet Claudio at the Improv Space. You met him probably somewhere no. there. But yeah. Um, Not
0: really. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a, a different improv show. Oh, great. <laughs> in, a, in a bar. Well, so, that's no. how
1: <laughs> Jess and I met when Jess watched me break my back in consecutive improv shows. So, Oh, hell yeah. 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 Whatever the opposite of a meet-cute is, that's what we had.
0: No, Yeah. Cute. <laughs> yeah so yeah i know freaking claudio. <laughs> I
1: know claudio so what is your history with birds and or birding
0: so this was my first time birding specifically um but i love little animals and birds and i always notice them and i like identifying them to the best of my ability even uh, though i don't know that much
1: yeah sorry who did you compare yourself to earlier
0: Oh, I'm the Beatrix Potter of Echo Park. Great, <laughs> author, illustrator. I guess a naturalist is that what we would call someone? Sure. So yeah, I like I like all the little animals. I get really excited to see them. Birds are no exception. And that's kind of my my history.
1: Yes, because yeah. you are from Portland, right? Or somewhere outside of Portland?
0: Yeah, Portland? I, I lived in Portland for a bit, and then uh, but I grew up kind of in the suburbs on on the outskirts in the country. So sure. there were lots of lots of animals and cool guys sure
2: honorable mention for how we are all connected we both know someone from smile and nod <laughs>
0: oh yeah right. oh yeah yeah money of my good friends <laughs> yeah went Cal to Cal poly. Poly,
1: which is wild yeah. it's so funny that multiple groups of people at Cal poly were on an improv team together and moved to la together right
0: yeah pretty much
1: yeah because yeah, jess's group too. was a migration <laughs> over three or four oh, years Oh yeah
0: are they all still performing
2: yeah actually i think all the ones who moved here are still doing their thing except maybe one or two.
1: The only school except I will school. add that rejected me by the way.
2: Oh, Good. I got
1: into every UC I applied to. I got rejected by Cal Poly uh Luis Obispo. I think
2: maybe they knew that we weren't ready to meet each other.
1: <laughs> Cuz yeah, we would have met. Would. I would have gravitated to the comedy club, so.
0: so. I went to University of Oregon, which is the Ducks.
1: <gasps> oh my god. Go Ducks. We saw Ducks today. Yeah, I was wondering why you said "go ducks" every time we saw a duck. Okay. Mm Mhm. Go ducks. Yeah. I tried to
0: make
1: it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Nice. So when you say you've always been drawn to animals, what really was that like? Draw to you was it just like fun seeing like behavior? Do you think you were they were cute? What was sort of? Yeah, uh... I
0: don't know. I just thought they were really cool, and they like live by their own code, (laughs) and they don't have to. Yeah, animals
1: live by the warriors code. (laughs) It's right.
0: Yeah. And that's cool, and they're cute and weird, and you can't really communicate with them. And I was obsessed with Coco the gorilla, because it's right. essentially a talking animal. Yeah. And I couldn't understand why it seemed no one else around me was as stoked Sure, as really? I was. Like, I could not wrap my mind around Coco the gorilla. She seemed – not only was she – She chatting, she was funny and cool and she had her pet cat and she met Robin Williams and she like, that's crazy. And I would talk about it and people would just be like, okay, nobody cares. And that, that is isolating, but formative.
1: Yeah. uh, Not to bring a bummer note. Are you familiar with like the sexual harassment surrounding Coco the Gorilla? Oh no. So uh, apparently she had an obsession with nipples And there was, like, one zookeeper who would, like, show Coco their nipples, and uh, there was, like, a... Oh, she might not have shown them herself, but basically there was a (laughs) high-ranking zoo official, and when Coco would ask to see, like, zoo members, like, nipples, sometimes the zoo official, she would be like, well, show them... What's wrong with... Show show her your nipples. Give her a little flash. No. (laughs) And it made, as you could imagine, it made the female zoo workers very uncomfortable. that Their boss was like, Flash Mm. Coco,
0: who cares? Oh my god.
1: And I... What I want to know, though, is Coco's obsessed with nipples, which means at some point Coco saw nipples. And right. I'm curious as to who's the first person to show Coco their nipples. Yes. Are we
2: positive it's it's nipples and it's not something that's like lost in translation?
1: I mean, it could be that the, the sign language and gorilla words for nipples don't totally line up. But that is what I remember reading. And if it's wrong, I'll either wow. cut this or add some more context. But...
2: <laughs> yeah, that is inappropriate.
0: That's yeah. not okay. Yeah. Damn.
2: Maybe Coco just wanted to feel like part of a community.
0: A community? Of like, nipples. Obviously,
2: she knows she has nipples.
0: Free of yeah. the nipple. Yeah. Coco started that. She
2: wanted to be like, does everyone <laughs> else here have them? Yeah. <laughs> she started it.
0: Also, maybe she didn't know her mom. Maybe it was like, she wanted to breastfeed? Sorry. No, she yeah. didn't want to
1: breastfeed. Sorry, just that. I don't know. I love the idea of someone at a party being like, all right, you're finally going to come out of your shell. And, like, think about small talks. Like, so does anybody else here have nipples uh what's the <laughs>
0: <laughs> some people have extra nipples yeah yeah they're cool i get it i get yeah. it coco
1: i've talked about it before on the podcast but i think it's interesting how like when you're a kid like animals they're like everybody fucking loves animals they're so cool like yeah every other kid you talk to is like yeah i'm gonna be a marine biologist when i grow up and then like yes. right around the time puberty hits everybody stops talking about animals and i want to keep talking about animals
0: yeah me too so me
1: too. it's always it's, it's lonely at... here we are here we are brought together a community of nipples if you will (laughs) (laughs) well hell yeah well we went on a birding trip today so jess Mm -hmm. would you like to do us a giant favor Mm -hmm. and read off the list of birds we saw today
2: Yeah, yeah yeah we saw ospreys black crowned night herons Black Phoebes, snowy egrets, double-crested cormorants, house finches, great blue herons, spotted sandpipers, ravens, Canada geese, black necked stilts, too many S's, (laughs) Um, one Egyptian goose, American coots, mallards,
1: one Egyptian goose, wait, no, (laughs) that'd be five, I I hear hear you, (laughs) I fucked up,
2: Uh, (laughs) scaly-breasted munia, great egrets, northern flicker, Yellow-Rumped Warblers, Cassin's Kingbird, American Kestrel, Anna's Hummingbird, and then an honorable mention for our new dog friend, Stormy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, we did see Stormy. Shout out to Stormy's <laughs> listener if, you, or if you're if you listening. Um, also, I, I think editorial note, I think in honor of Janine, we should call the Scaly Munia the Nutmeg Mannequin, which is this other name. So Okay. Mm. But that was on me.
2: <laughs> no you can you can edit it over it i'll say it right now nutmeg Great. mannequin
1: shout out to janine who better be listening because i'm going to her fucking show tonight so damn anyway of those birds we saw. <laughs> she's not
2: gonna know that <laughs> Until if she day.
1: listens if she listens then she'll know in retros in, in retrospect that i went okay. to her show and she should listen okay look this isn't looper from uh who directed looper
2: i don't know david it was <laughs> a bad movie it's was fine it a david
1: Maybe it's a David.
2: David Fincher. Probably Not the David. biblical
1: David, which would be wild. He's back and he's making <laughs> films. Uh, anyway, thank you for laughing at that, Hannah. Uh, back to yeah, that. no problem. <laughs> that was funny. Um, of those well, birds we saw today, any of those stand out you want to talk about?
0: I mean, the kestrel, obviously.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That was
0: a a lifer.
1: Should we just should right? we just get right out there and say it that? Yeah, the guys, gals, and non-binary pals, we got him. <laughs> We finally saw the American kestrel today, and boy, are our arms tired! That was wild. We saw (laughs) Jess and Hannah. What did you guys think about that fucking American kestrel we saw?
0: I thought it was chic. I thought (laughs) it was cool. I mean, I think it's um, yeah. It was very. It was like this kind of marbled, um, beautiful, right? That it was like kind of like speckled. Yeah. And, yeah, it's, like, something that I maybe have seen before, but, like, didn't appreciate or didn't understand what it was.
1: Sure. Jess?
2: Uh, It was everything I hoped it would be. It was tiny. (laughs) It was was huge. It was Mm -hmm. beautiful. It was cute. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: I love that thing. Yeah. I'm so excited uh... to have seen it. Because much, I'm gonna look up
1: pictures. Because much of like when we did get Bin Laden, this has been a target of years for a while. Jess, you've been wanting to see yes. this Kestrel for quite a while. I would say
2: amount th- about the same amount of time, actually. Once we got <laughs> Bin Laden, I was like, I
0: need something new. <laughs> <No>. Mission accomplished. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so for the listeners, we talked about the American Kestrel before. They're one of the smaller members of the falcon family that we get in North America. So they're a tiny little falcon with sort of a bluish gray back, and their chest is that sort of like uh, rusty color with a little bit of white and some speckles. And then on their face, they have a little bit of blue with some white and that big, thick mallard stripe. Malice Stripe, of course, being the black stripe on the cheekbone. Jess is looking at her phone and smiling, and I think she's looking at, at the <laughs> yeah, Kestrel. <pictures>. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: so cute. I'm going to cry. It's Aww. also, its beak
0: is too small. <laughs> what does yeah. that possibly do? Yeah, it did have a small little beak. Yeah, I think the we... best part of seeing the Kestrel for me, Yeah, the best part of seeing the Kestrel for me was seeing how excited you guys were.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is the first time Jess has ever grabbed special. the binoculars on a trip. Usually she goes she goes yeah. raw, but she grabbed, a, she grabbed some <laughs> binoculars and really went for it.
0: Yeah. Good, I'm glad.
1: You actually got three. You got the <laughs> tiny binoculars, the big binoculars, and my camera. So you really got every angle you could on this kestrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is yeah. very cool. I
2: wish it was closer.
1: Yeah, I know. So we saw the kestrel. Um, we actually saw it twice. We saw it when we first like walked up. We saw it fly and land in a tree. Then we saw it go out and grab something and land back in the tree and start eating it. So... I have to check my mm-hmm. photos later to see if it's like a lizard or something. But it got it got a little thing in there, which is really cool to see. It rocked. For the listeners, we've talked about kestrels before in our past episode. Uh, uh, it was episode 27, the nutmeg of it all, our falcon episode. So if you want to hear more about the rest of the falcon family in North America, go back and check that out. We talked a little bit about kestrels. So for those of you who have heard that episode, this might be a little bit of repeat knowledge. But um, kestrels are a lot of fun. So birds, they're colorful. Any guesses as to why birds are colorful, Hannah?
0: Uh, to attract mates
1: yeah because you look at a bear that's not colorful you look at like no an otter it's they're cute but it's like
0: brown yeah boring snooze
1: <laughs> yeah so part of the reason that happened is because mammals um, when they evolved they're mostly nocturnal so there wasn't a ton of need for that color so not only did oh. they lose color they lost a lot of the rods and cones that helped them see color birds however oh. they got rods and cones up the wazoo they're all over the place so they can see a ton of light spectrum that's why they are so colorful because they can utilize um that color and like mating and like signaling and all the other stuff in addition to seeing like different colors they can see spectrums of light that we can't see including ultraviolet light so we're talking black light stuff stuff like that and what's cool about that is that urine shows up in ultraviolet light so These guys like to eat little mice, rats, voles, shrews, etc. These different species of rats and like mice and voles and shit, all these guys will leave trails of urine that carry signals to other um, of their species. But the problem is that these trails, while not visible to us, are visible on the UV light spectrum. So kestrels will utilize that ultraviolet light signature to follow these trails to their dinner, which is pretty dang cool. That
0: is crazy. That is cool. Yeah. Damn, they're getting outed by their own piss? <laughs> that sucks. I hate to be betrayed that by my sucks. own piss. That sucks. They're dragging their nuts. Oh yeah, I don't man. think it hurts them.
1: I think they're fine. But... I guess. Well, it
0: hurts them when a when a guy swoops down and gets them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess that is true. You never think about the collateral damage from testicles. You always just think about the yeah. banging and bruising. There's but... <laughs> a real butterfly effect there. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen rat testicles, by the way? Yeah. Really upsetting. <laughs>
2: I thought you were going to ask if we've seen the butterfly effect.
0: They look like lima beans.
1: <laughs> they look like lima
0: beans.
2: <laughs> lima beans.
0: Yeah, I don't they, hear about those like, anymore. Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like are they lima like gross? beans are not having their moment. I
1: th- I th- yeah, I thought are they, they gross? Were, they were like, like broccoli adjacent for kids. Where they're I like, remember yuck. them being
2: gross as a kid, but yeah. I, that might have just been from cartoons. I don't oh, know by the I way, we went to the,
1: uh, the place we went to today. In the bathroom, there was kale in the men's bathroom sink. Nice. Of sprigs of kale. Like mint or something, some leafy plant. That was not marijuana. (laughs) Very weird. Anyway, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I had a buddy growing up who would like breed rats, and one time he showed me the balls, and it was so gross, and I was like, yeah, yeah not for me.
0: Rats are
1: crazy. Pig testicles are on their are on their butt, which is wild. They're like just below the anus. Oh, so didn't know that. Yeah, it's real, real gross. So they have basically they have two butts. They have their regular butt and then like two tiny little butts that are their testicles right above their butt. Which is fun. <laughs>
2: that sounds so uncomfortable.
1: Well, pigs don't sit down, so it's probably better for them that way. As it's... long as they don't like accidentally bump into the wall, which I could see happening, I guess.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: But it's, they're not like hanging balls, Jess. They're more firm.
2: Whatever. Anything that just sounds uncomfortable.
1: I get what you're saying as an ally, but you don't really know what it's like to have testicles, so.
2: <laughs> I think testicles on people also sounds uncomfortable.
1: Yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna send a gross photo to the chat of just what pig testicles look like. I'm okay. <laughs> okay, well, I'll send it to the chat and then Hannah can look at it, unless you also think it's gross, Hannah. No, it's fine. When you're ready, you have a Google search result for pig testicles.
0: Oh, wow. Bigger than I was anticipating
1: yeah they're huge but it does look like just a small you know how like when people work out a ton it looks like they're a tiny man inside of a big man <laughs> yeah it's like that it's like there's like a tiny pair of balls on top of a or tiny butt on top of a, the other butt which is fun wow yeah don't scroll too much yeah. there's a photo of a pig who's pooped and the poop has fallen on the testicles <laughs> which is really gross
0: yeah i won't scroll to that well yeah. now here but i go the
1: listeners just google pig testicles you'll see what i'm talking about <laughs> Anyway, back to kestrels. Anyway. This is not tested full cast, <laughs> which uh, maybe we'll have at some point. Um, yeah. So speaking of gross stuff, so kestrels, when they poop, a lot of times they will just spray their poop all over the walls of their nest. So these guys are secondary cavity nesters, which means they don't build their own nest. They find existing nests that have been dug out by like woodpeckers and stuff, and they take them over because they're pretty tiny. They can nest in woodpecker holes, which is very cute. Uh-huh. So they'll take them over and they'll shit all over the walls. And a lot of, for a while, scientists weren't sure why they did this, like why it was so common. And they did some studies, and it turns out their feces is highly acidic compared to a lot of other bird feces. And that acidity actually acts as a natural incesticide, or an insecticide, not incesticide. Ooh, gross. So, uh, I mean. I mean, guess, yeah, ending yeah. incest. Yeah, okay.
2: We're all yeah, incesticide.
1: Right. <laughs> it acts as a natural insecticide. So a mm-hmm. lot of parasites that would otherwise prey on the birds, like um, parasitic mites and stuff, get killed oh. by the acid. So cool. Yeah, it's not like crazy, like face melting acid or anything, but it's like it's like lightly acidic enough that like a small organism would get fucked by it, which is pretty interesting. Yeah.
0: Wow. How yeah. are they? Fi- how are they? I mean I know it's just I guess instinctual and Yeah, cause I think a lot of
1: it just happens by accident and because I'm not a, I'm not a gene expert. I don't know how it works. But the way that I understand it, which could be wrong, listeners if I, if I'm wrong email me, but the way I understand it is a lot of it is just accidental but like because like it helps them survive that just gets like slowly written into the gene code. Right. So like yeah, they get the like oh, we're shitting over the walls and we're surviving better. So birds that like to shit over the walls are now dominating <laughs> the gene code and then suddenly that's sort of how it works. That's my understanding, yeah. but any actual yeah. biologist can yell at me.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. Also, like, why do the birds like to shit like that?
1: <laughs> yeah, right. Whatever. I don't know.
0: They're... I'm happy for them.
1: Birds are crazy. So one birds more thing crazy. about kestrels, which is a lot of fun. So when the females first arrive at the nesting spot, they're super slutty for the first two weeks. They will be super promiscuous. They'll mate with a bunch of birds. And the reason they do that is because scientists think that that promiscuity stimulates ovulation. So they think they're horny so that they can get laid and have a baby, which is wild.
2: That's awesome. I love them.
1: Yeah. I love them, too. Um, Any final thoughts (laughs) on the Kestrel before we move on? That was just such a fun thing to see, finally. It was so awesome. Yeah, and
0: it was, was like, right at the end, too. It felt like a nice little coda.
1: That happens every time with birding is like, oh, that was kind of like a hat. Like, cause we had a good day today, but like a lot of times we're like, oh, that day was kind of like, we didn't see a ton of st- stuff. And then like the moment I'm going to my car, it's like, oh, there's a, a brown pelican. Wow. <laughs> or just like stuff like mm-hmm. that. So It's yeah, cool. Yeah, cause we were
2: looking for a different bird and like hoping we would see that one before we
1: left. And oh then, yeah. So we went, we went right a little further the- down to try to see a green heron. Cause uh, those right. are one of our favorites, which I don't know. Have we seen a green heron on the pod? We might've seen it with Cat Janet's Lust.
2: I think we saw one when we left Christine and Cheryl. Oh yeah,
1: Christine, yeah, Christine and Sherilyn, yeah.
2: But like they didn't see it. We saw it. Yeah.
1: So I don't know if we've seen mm-hmm. one of the pod and been able to talk about it outside of our heron episode, uh, which you should also check out. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna check which, it out. Yeah. But anyway, so, <laughs> but yeah, so we were looking for that green heron, then we ended up seeing this kestrel, which was a really fun surprise because at first I thought it was a dove. They're very small. And uh, mm-hmm. I was already on edge about seeing doves because someone a couple days ago accused me of seeing a dove when I saw a hawk, which really pissed me off. Uh, it's a whole thing. You'll listen to listen to the episode <laughs> that came out. You'll you'll know what I'm talking about.
2: Okay. That's sorry. That's also funny because one of the birds he did say was around was a kestrel, and I was like, yeah, right. We've yeah. never <laughs> seen one here, and then this week we see one.
1: Yeah, we wow. should just listen to him and his couple giant ass later. camera. <laughs> giant pig ball sized camera um (laughs) but yeah so just really fun to see that kestrel at the very end and kestrels are just such a funny bird because they're so like objectively very cute and they're also Mm -hmm. incredibly deadly (laughs) like they kill something like rats and mice and lizards and shit and uh just just smiled fondly when i said incredibly deadly and they're (laughs) slugs. Which th- yeah. we haven't mentioned in a while is technically the name of our fans is sluts. So we haven't mentioned that in like <laughs> fifteen episodes. But for the sluts out there, we're still listening and we still care.
0: <laughs> Aww. Well, what are what are the other uh is it are we are we segueing?
1: Yes, unless you guys had any final thoughts on the Kestrel, which nope. I'm assuming Jess's final thought is just cute.
0: Cute, cute, cute. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I tell cute, you what, cute. good thing Stormy wasn't around when that Kestrel was there
0: would he have oh can a kestrel fuck up a dog oh no stormy
1: was so cute
2: but his beak was so tiny well
1: i know but they can still yeah. they can still take out big guys
0: but stormy's owner was also a, a birder so yes. i'm sure no.
1: stormy's owner if you're listening thank you for listening we don't know your name love you yeah love stormy. forever <laughs> yeah
0: what, what my other favorite bird, I think it was a the was it a little piper or the one who's the one where the girls are really
1: slutty spotted sandpiper. Yeah, I love I love her. <laughs> We're really talking about a lot of slutty birds today. It's a slut episode. Slutty
0: and mean.
1: Yeah, that is
0: the the combo slutty and mean.
1: That's my type. Yeah,
0: that's what I aspire to be. Yeah, <laughs> I felt Okay, this is a tangent. Are you guys, Great. do you guys watch, do you watch TikTok? And I do mean it like watch TV. Do you watch TikTok?
1: I scroll through Instagram and I get the best dubs, but. Just... I do the,
2: I do Instagram reels. I don't have a TikTok. Yeah. Okay. But I, in, in practice, I do watch it like TV for hours.
1: Yeah. It's so good. good.
0: Yes. It's really good <laughs> for you. Um, but there is, I don't know if this, I don't know if this has trickled down to Instagram reels just yet, but there is a part of TikTok and sorry if this is done. That no, is never. Um,
1: trust me, nothing you can say is dumb.
0: <laughs> okay, challenge accepted. There's a woman who it's like it's her old YouTube videos that people are putting on TikTok, and her name is uh, Shira Seven, and it's just this woman who teaches women how to be bitchy and date rich guys. <laughs> but everything she's saying is super based, and it is always just like, like like she's like reading the chat. She's like, "Why? What if they call me a gold digger, or whatever?" She's like, "Do men date you just because you're pretty?" So what's the difference, mm. dating man, just because he's rich? Okay. And then she says, sprinkle, sprinkle. <laughs> She's like, oh, if, she says sprinkle, sprinkle, and then like it's like, oh, if a guy, what do I do if a man doesn't want to like pay for dinner on the first date? Oh, just say, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize you were struggling. Uh, I thought this, and I'm so confused. I thought this was a date. Um, yes, but yeah, I have yeah. seen
2: that. I think, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, and she's crazy and really funny. And I highly take a, go down Sprinkle Sprinkle. Sure. And it's like, she's insane, but you, but also respect. And so when I saw, <laughs> when I heard, when I, we were talking about the Kestrels, talking about the Sandpipers.
1: Yeah.
0: Even the Black Phoebes a little bit. <laughs> um, it was giving Sprinkle Sprinkle. So if anyone, any of the sluts listening. Yeah, Black
1: Phoebes, we didn't talk about their mating style, but yeah, you just, they gave you that vibe.
0: Yeah, they're just like, I, I I deserve a lot. <laughs> I deserve a lot. I deserve the world. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, I get so that. So, yeah.
0: yeah. If any of the listeners, any of the sluts out there know about Sprinkle Sprinkle, those birds are it.
1: Wait, so is, the, is their name Sprinkle Sprinkle? Her name? Uh, or did she just say Sprinkle Sprinkle? I
0: think Sprinkle? it's, like, her catchphrase. Okay. Like, so when she like says something, like, yeah, and, like, after, and, like, she also calls, like, broke men who are shitty to women, she calls them dusties. <laughs> like, if, if you date some dusty dump them there's more there are That's men out there who eat so treat you better sprinkle sprinkle <laughs> she's so funny
1: sprinkle oh, sprinkle really kills me it's so funny she has a cat <laughs> yeah so what'd you like about the slaughtered Were just that they were slutty or
0: slutty and mean but, so you were saying that like when they're mating the women are the ones who are like super territorial a little aggro and then they have like a harem of stay at home dad birds
1: yeah, so we got this yes. pretty extensively on episode 21, Giving a Birth, featuring Christine Madrano and Sherilyn Vera. And what was yeah. really fun is that we really talked uh, in depth about their mating style and, like, the sex swap where the males are the the less dominant and the females are the more dominant. So, yeah, so the females have a harem of guys, basically. So the spotted sandpiper, they can store sperm for several months. So they can oftentimes lay eggs that have multiple fathers. And so what sure. they'll do is they will have a clutch of eggs with each father, whichever the, the up to three birds that she has in her little harem. And then she will have her own territory that she patrols and defends on a whole from other female sandpipers. And within mm. that territory, the little men, these little lords will have their own <laughs> little splotches that they take, that they control and fight the other males um, that she has <laughs> for that territory, which is really fun.
0: Wow. So they're kind of like sister wives.
1: Yeah, they are are like sister wives. They're Mr. Wives. Right.
0: They're Mr. Wives. Yeah. (laughs) Mr. Wives that kind of like are fighting, but just within their own little kingdoms.
1: Yeah. And then the the fun thing too is that once the mating kicks in or like once the breeding kicks in, then all the hormones get reversed. So the females get like up to 10 times more um, testosterone. That's when they get really aggressive and territorial. And the men start producing more progesterone, which makes them take care of the babies. So, again, we get into this a lot with uh, that episode I mentioned before. So, check that out if you want more Spotted Sandpiper stuff. But the one we saw today was pretty dang cute, too. He was bobbing Uh, up and down, running up and down this little branch in the water. And he was doing that behavior that we talked about before where um, they love to bob. So, he's bobbing his little tail back and forth, um, doing this little dance. We talked about it before. When they get anxious, they bob faster, depending on how anxious they are. So, it's really cute to see them just really just, you know... Pounce up like that. Jess, what do you think about the spotted sandpiper?
2: They're cute. Cute as ever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Cute as ever. Every time
2: they are smaller than I think they'll be.
1: Yeah. Well, because we barely see them. They're like little moving gray like blobs and then like, oh, it's a spotted sandpiper. Great. (laughs) So, I wanted to talk about today another sandpiper. We didn't see this one, but it is the wintertime, and in the wintertime, they move to the, the southern U.S., more specifically a lot of times southern California. I want to talk about the least sandpiper, who I've just sent in the chat the link to the least sandpiper on All About Birds. So it's another type of sandpiper, sort of like the one we saw, but in terms of appearance, there's some slight differences. So the spotted sandpiper, we talked about it. Most of the year, the name spotted sandpiper is a misnomer. They're only spotted during the breeding season. So normally, they're just mm. gray with a little bit of a white belly. These guys have a white belly, but instead of being gray, they have this sort of brown speckly pattern, which is pretty dang cute.
0: Cute.
1: So, what do you guys think just on these looks of the spotted sand or the um, least sandpiper?
0: Why are they least?
1: Um, to me, it feels like they're least ugly because they're pretty cute. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna guess they're least based on size. They're really small. They're one of the smallest members of the sandpiper family, so that might be why. Um, but that's a good question, because mm-hmm. lesser goldfinch is called that because it's incredibly small. Oh. So yeah, Oh, yeah, the yeah, least sandpiper. Why isn't it
2: a lesser sandpiper?
1: That's a good question. I don't know. So it might it's... be least, here's why it might be least rather than lesser. It's the smallest mm-hmm. shorebird in the world.
0: Whoa. So shorebird is any wow.
1: bird that loves to walk along like the banks of rivers or the ocean and just eat little bugs and invertebrates out of the water. So out of all of them in the world, it's the smallest. I think that's why it's least and not Aww. lesser. Got it. So yeah, but these guys are super cute. So what's cute. fun about these guys is um, they br- so they breed in like the tundra and like boreal forests, like way up in like the tippity top of North America. So like in like Canada and like um, the sort of like Arctic Alaska shit. But then they take mm-hmm. the winter when it gets cold as hell. They take it down here in southern um, the southern United States and the northern half of South America. So that's why we'll be seeing more um, as we're going out. So when I was researching them, one of the research points was talking about the way they eat. And they're like, they they forage on moist mud toward the edges of broad mud flats, And that made me think of wet, wet mud from that. I think you should leave sketch (laughs) with the text, which was fun. (laughs) They forage on wet, wet mud. Um, But the way that they eat is super unique. So they have, um, we talked about different bird feeding mechanisms on the podcast. We talked about probing. We've talked about gaping. So what these guys do is a specialized version of probing. So they'll probe the damp mud, or as we call it, the wet, wet mud, um, with their bills. And what they do is they are able to manipulate the surface tension. And when they put their bills in, they'll utilize that change in surface tension to transport the prey that got stuck to their, their bill to the tip of their mouth and then eat them.
0: Oh,
1: so like cool. they'll like, manipulate the water. As it moves, it'll pull the stuff into their mouth. Oh. Which is really cool.
0: Really cool. So smart.
1: Yeah, birds are smart. We're just
0: really lucky, I guess.
1: Yeah, I think once we got supermarkets, we had to stop thinking too hard about how we get food, whereas animals are like, well, I got to think of the most efficient way to do this. Right. How do I get the most shrimp in my mouth at once? Which is not <laughs> something that we think, unless we're Joey Chestnut. Uh, shout out past guest Amy <laughs> Loftus. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we talked about how the the sex roles are swapped. I'm saying sex, of course, because gender is a construct, but in the animal world, sex is just, the you know, depending on what parts they got the male is the one that that uh, makes the nest so the male will pick a spot in the nest he'll make a couple scrapes to make a little cup and then the female will choose whichever nest that she prefers so he'll make a bunch of little cups and then she'll pick the one she likes best so basically it's like a real step on me queen situation he's doing all this hard work and then she (laughs) steps in gets her little sprinkle sprinkle and then picks the next yeah
0: yeah
2: (laughs) that's so awesome yeah i wish that's how
1: it was yeah humans that would be fun Me if too. the way that you ask a woman on a date is by building her multiple houses
0: i would love that <laughs> i would love it
2: you heard about sears houses
1: sears houses
2: or like cattle mm-hmm. i don't know
1: like the portable houses
2: no they used to like sell houses that you just they send you all the pieces on a pallet on a truck and you can just build your own house oh my god in a wow
1: field.
2: i just heard about cool. it cool kind of like ikea before ikea
1: yeah interesting that's like a more direct ikea though because yeah, i not build better. the house but speaking of building the house so the male is the one that builds the whole the female mm-hmm. picks it and then she does all the decorating so she grabs all the vegetation she wants she finishes that's it out
2: how it's supposed to be <laughs> i am obviously a leftist but yeah that's like trad wife and i'm kind i'm here for it in that in yeah. that
0: respect <laughs> yeah yes agreed look not all the trad wife stuff
1: is bad the being forced to stay in the house bad the getting a nice house and a man that or whatever gender you prefer to date to take care of you sure go for it
2: yeah you get to make bread
1: get to make bread yum freaking love bread we love bread this podcast is very pro bread. bread Yeah. <laughs> Do not feed it to birds, though. Don't feed birds bro It's not good for them. <laughs> so we talked about how with the um, spotted sandpiper, the males are very attentive. They're very like doting on the babies. So it's a lot like that with the least sandpiper too. There, it's not as extreme as it is with those guys. The male and the female will share nesting duties. So typically, the males will incubate in the or the females will incubate in the evening. And the males will take Mm -hmm. a long shift throughout the entire day. So they'll say the males sit on the eggs more than the females do. And then when the female decides that it's time for the babies to grow up, she will leave the nest and the male will stay with them until they're fully fledged and help them hunt. Wow. They have it
2: so figured out.
1: Yeah. I tell you what, uh, least sandpiper males would kill on a (laughs) hinge. Yeah. Who doesn't? These are some real eHarmony farmers-only commercial guys. These are.
2: I wonder if we could do an experiment of like acting. No, hold on. (laughs) Take those qualities of the birds, apply them to yourself as a man, see what happens. Sure, we're gonna call We're
1: gonna make a least sandpiper TikTok challenge. We're yes. gonna we're gonna it's make it
2: respectful. Take care of your lady.
1: <laughs> we're gonna take right. an actually good. Yeah, we're gonna. It's is gonna overtake all the Jordan Peterson stuff. It's gonna be great. Yeah,
2: that would be beautiful. Yeah, the power and, of birds.
1: Hello, I'm Jordan Peterson. Uh, I can't believe he actually sounds like that. Who's that? that? That's Who's what that? he sounds like. He why sounds do they like all Kerm- sound the same? Ben hero too. Why do you think they're like that? They have to live their whole life sounding like Kermit <laughs> the Frog. <laughs> Turned you into true. mentors activists. <laughs>
2: I mean, there's plenty of people with weird little voices who do fine.
1: SpongeBob's an ally.
2: Yeah.
1: Asexual. Yeah, King. SpongeBob's
0: cool. Mm-hmm.
2: Gilbert Godfrey, is he cool?
1: Gilbert Godfrey does not sound like that. He's putting on a voice.
2: But he sounds he sounds a little weird.
1: Sh- sure. He's dead, also.
0: <laughs> Fuck. Oh, R.I.P. Okay.
2: R.I.P. Yeah. Cut that out.
1: Un- yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, Gilbert <laughs> Gilbert Godfrey is not spaghetti. He's not a mortal. He has since passed on. But. <laughs> And unfortunately he passed on it's before pretty. we could have him on the podcast to talk Iago, which was a real, oh. real tragedy. going to be eating
2: yeah. spaghetti on the very last day of earth. I'm sure of it. Wow. I'm sorry. But Damn.
1: The <laughs> apocalypse. <laughs> By the way, if any listeners have any connections to Jack Black, we want to have him on the pod. Jack Black was in the uh, a birding movie called The Big Year, or called Big Year with Steve Martin and oh. Owen Wilson.
2: Oh. Well, we also want Steve Martin on, don't we? And
1: Owen Wilson, yeah.
2: And Owen Wilson.
1: Yeah. yeah Yeah. but i think of the three i think jack black would do it
2: doesn't he live by us yeah
1: so yeah i think so here's the thing i have seen jack black multiple times in my neighborhood and i have one friend who's seen him with me once and does not believe me and i keep sending him photos of people seeing jack black (laughs) and he's like it's not him it is is the exact same beard shape same beard color i'm telling you it's jack black and yeah. when he's on the podcast, we'll have a big laugh about it. We'll bring Zeph on. That's all right. I'm shouting you out. Fuck you, pass Zaf pass guest Zeph. <laughs> hey. lick my ass.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, oh wait, here's a question for you guys. what's sure. a what's a favorite fictional bird character? I. I've I mean, I,
1: I've always loved Donald Duck. I'm a big Donald Duck guy when I go to Disneyland. <gasps> I
0: love him. That's <laughs> my dude. Best. He's Walt the best. Disney,
1: bad person, but fun quote is that he said that um Mickey, again, he's a little putting too much uh, Mickey Mouse on a pedestal, in my opinion. He's like, when he was going through, like, how he'd work out the characters and, like, make plots and stuff, he's like, Mickey Mouse is who we aspire to be, and Donald Duck is who we are. That's tough. <laughs> so, but I love Donald Duck. I think he rules. I love how he's, he's so this funny. angry little guy. He's great. I love him in DuckTales. Mm-hmm. Love Donald. That's the only Donald we love.
2: I like the little, the little nephews in DuckTales. Huey, the, Louie, and Dewey. Yeah. The
1: new versions are like the old ones where they're All the same people.
2: Um. I don't know. I think I just like the little concept of them. Okay. Little ducklings.
1: So as a twin, you but don't have like an inferiority complex versus triplets.
2: Uh, no.
1: Okay. I was just curious.
2: <laughs> Why would I want more?
1: I don't know. I think it would be fun if, if anything, there was a third like, one.
2: Thank God I don't have to deal with two
0: others. <laughs>
1: <laughs> McKenna, who is listening to this episode.
0: Wait, are you a twin? Mm-hmm oh identical <laughs> yeah did
1: you play tricks we
2: <laughs> no tricks just treats no <laughs> tricks
0: oh okay
1: we Good had one. jess on with her sister on episode 22 which is a twin number
0: oh
2: oh
1: so smart
0: yeah. is,
2: who knew but i also <laughs> my first thought was plucky which i don't think is like a character who's plucky when i was a kid there was a video that i Watched over and over for some reason, and it was Plucky, and he was in an ele- in an elevator, and I thought it was really cute. Plucky, you know ele-
1: what? But what is Plucky?
2: It's just like a little black duck.
1: Wait, he's not he, a green I duck. Do you mean Plucky the- from Tiny Toon Adventures? I think so. Oh I know Plucky He's oh. green And yeah there's a oh. video Of him as a baby In an elevator
2: Exactly And he presses 8 And I thought it was so fun <laughs> Oh yeah he is green huh
1: He was my favorite In Tiny Toon Adventures Well Daffy is black That might be what You're thinking about
2: It is what I'm thinking
1: Plucky's Oh yeah supposed Daffy's to be like cool a, Yeah
2: But I won't say That's my favorite Because I honestly Don't really know
1: Sure
0: Yeah
2: I can't think of A fictional bird Even though we have a game I love Big Bird About fictional birds
0: Big
1: that's Bird's a good, a good one We love Big Bird
0: what kind of bird would you say Big Bird is?
1: Big Bird is canonically... Jess and I have had so many oh. arguments about Big Bird. <laughs> <laughs> big Bird is canonically a canary bird, but Jess will sometimes argue with me that he was based on different birds, but Big Bird has self-identifies as a canary bird.
2: He self-identified okay. as other birds in the past, too.
1: Okay, but most recently, and I think most documented, it's been a canary bird. <laughs> Jess and I have had... <laughs> can have this conversation with Also, one of our big <laughs> arguments that Jess... And, which maybe you want to weigh in on. One of... Jess and I had a very big argument one day with one of our worst ones is that I don't know if you know know this, but Big Bird was almost sent aboard the space shuttle Challenger. No. And they didn't send him (laughs) and the actor that plays Big Bird because they couldn't figure out um, how to strap Big Bird in safely. So that's why they sent on a school teacher instead.
0: No, Because the
1: whole point of the school teacher was to get kids excited about space because that's why they wanted Big Bird at first. There's an alternate universe where Big Bird explodes aboard the Space Shuttle Challenger. just feathers everywhere on live TV, kids (laughs) watching Big Bird die.
0: That can't be true.
1: That's true. Look it up. Look it up. But Jess and I's big argument is that she thinks that they would just act like nothing happened and Big Bird would still be on Sesame Street, and I think he would be canonically dead. I think that they would say he's dead. I think he would also
0: be canonically dead because if it was... (laughs) it ha we all we all who we watched it happen yeah and the the fanfare of putting big bird in the in the space shuttle everyone watching it happen i think it goes against the spirit of sesame street
1: sure to well, pretend t- that he yeah because <laughs> they've had characters die before they had mr hooper die yeah yeah so one thing i will say is that while we've been talking about Oof. it now another image popped into my head which is them trying to explain it in a way of like Playing a clip where Big Bird wakes up late on the the day of the launch and he can't make the he can't make the <laughs> shuttle. It's like, oh no! Well, I hope they have fun. <laughs> it explodes.
2: And then he goes on to create yeah. Family Guy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I wish Big Bird created Family Guy, other than that other guy who created it. <laughs> I would like a wholesome Family Guy where like Peter's like a good dad and they don't make any racist jokes. Brian's just yeah. a normal dog who barks
0: who yeah who doesn't fuck people
1: Stewie is still gay but he's not evil Stewie's gay yeah
0: yeah he's like a queer coded villain I would say
1: are you not caught up on family guy lore Jess I bet you don't <laughs> even know about Peter fighting the chicken multiple times and then they become oh. friends and then they fight <laughs> again oh, man
2: didn't know about that the Simpsons is the one that predicts things right
1: yes yes Which, by the way no. did you guys see the Marge Simpson mummy
2: no
0: no
1: they unearth a new sarcophagus, and let's just say, it looks a little familiar.
2: <laughs> like Marge Simpson. Oh my god! It looks
1: like Marge Simpson. Yeah. He
2: gave away the joke.
1: I know. I fucked it. Well, I didn't know That's how to okay. just. <laughs> Speaking of the Simpsons, here's a mummy. Doesn't really. Uh...
0: That would be funny.
1: Alright, send it in the chat.
0: Oh my god!
1: It's Marge it Simpson in pantsuit. Oh my suit. god! and like it's not a hoax like this is real like it's been reported by actual news sources
2: that's really funny
1: if you guys want to hear a lot about this check out the latest episode of what a time to be alive my favorite podcast they talk a lot about this march simpson mummy Uh, anyway back back to the birds Uh, any final thoughts on the least sandpiper or spotted sandpiper before we move on no cute yeah cute they're cute guys Hell yeah. Well, I want to talk a little bit about the Cassin's Kingbird. Do you guys remember seeing that Cassin's Kingbird before we had all the castle excitement?
2: Sure. Mm-hmm. He was like okay. on the stump and he was a plump little guy, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. He was like
0: kind of gray and
1: yellow. He's gray blue, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, plump on yes. the stump. I just sent another a Google link plump to the. Plump on the stump.
0: Cassins oh, yeah. I remember king this bird. little guy.
1: Yeah. So, what do you guys think about the Cassin's Kingbird?
0: Cute. I loved him on the stump. I feel like we just got so wrapped up in Kestrel stuff right after that. I kind of honestly forgot
1: in one eye right out the other. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah so these guys, these guys are fun. So when you like are watching a cartoon and like the character goes in the forest at night, you hear all these stereotypical calls, like, uh, like the, roo, roo. That, I don't know why that was my go-to call. I couldn't, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like you get Commit. the spooky forest sound. Commit so most it. of those yeah. noises come from nocturnal birds, like owls and night jars are typical nocturnal guys that you'd expect. But Kasim's kingbirds also sing at nighttime, which is rare for most mm. songbirds because typically they're you know in bed asleep. But these guys will stay up and make little noises, which is really fun. Aww. And a lot of times people confuse them for other nighttime birds. I see. We talk about um, breeding season and stuff. So um, these guys are... Um, part of a group that's called tyrant fly catchers which again means that they one catch flies in midair and two they're giant assholes who basically <laughs> rule over the area they protect <laughs> like a tyrant and so the way that these guys establish territories all of their territories are based around one primary feeding site so they'll find one area that they like that they think has like a lot of bugs or like fruit that they can eat and that's where they will build out their territory around sort of like how a king has like a capital back in the day so they mm-hmm. sort of establish this little territory in like a radius around it. They build the area they protect, which I think is pretty cool.
0: It is really cool. I like all the personalities.
1: Yeah. It's fun.
0: the theater, the theater of birds.
1: Yeah. They're all slutty or assholes. Those are really the, uh,
0: I feel like herons aren't assholes. Are they? I feel like they're sort of regal and just kind of like minding their business.
1: And they just look kind of regal. They're them. kind of assholes. <laughs> the mm-hmm. great blue heron though. I love because when he's standing, he's so regal. And He looks like this yeah. majestic forest bird. But one, as soon as they move or fly, they look so dorky and gawky. They're like big, like gangly teenagers, like uh, Abe Lincoln and Clone High. <laughs> and also they eat anything. So like, they'll eat like full, they'll eat straight up like rats or like garbage. They're really, they'll eat anything that fits in their mouth. So uh, wow, <laughs> in that way, they're kind of dumb. But while we're talking yeah. about herons, I wanted to talk about that Black Crown Knight heron again, because we saw him immediately oh, yeah. And he did something we don't mm-hmm. normally see, which is, which is he just flew into a tree like a normal bird.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, that was crazy, right above us. Yeah,
1: and it wasn't like a juvenile. Yeah. He had his full adult. He had his full adult feathers and everything. He was just hanging out in a tree in the middle of the day, which is pretty cool. So what'd you guys think about that black crowned night heron?
0: He
2: was really out of place in that tree.
1: <laughs> yeah, because it wasn't like an aquatic. It was like a normal like oak tree or something. It was very funny. Hold
2: on, I took a little bit. Yeah. To let me remind myself.
0: He looked. Yeah, he looked awkward. I felt like he didn't even know what exactly he was doing. He just kind of tried something out and was like, well, oh, and then he was like, "Oh, there's people watching me. Yeah. So I'm going to pretend like I <laughs> oh, wanted no, this. I yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's like when you leave the house in a new hat and you realize immediately like, oh, this was, I shouldn't have done that. No, I can't pull this off. I got to live like this. <laughs> well, these guys are fun in that they're very um, nurturing to their babies, but they're also really stupid. So they mm. will nurture and raise any bird that ends up at any nestling that ends up in their nest. So Aww. like if another bird's baby is accidentally getting their nest, they they can't tell the difference. So they're just going to raise it, which I think is pretty I cool. I love that. That's really sweet. Yeah. it's sweet. Yeah. We love these little freaks.
0: I love dumb and sweet.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's
2: slutty and mean and there's dumb and sweet
1: exactly yeah we're, get, we're unlocking all the different bird personalities it's a lot of fun
2: <laughs> tag yourself
1: yes yeah, so we talked a little bit about it before so what's fun about black crown knight herons is that there's like a little period there's about a like um there's a two-week period where they're old enough to leave the nest but not old enough to fly and at that time they still Mm. have their juvenile feathers so the one that we saw today is the typical adult pattern so it's like mostly uh, gray and white on its body with that big like eponymous black cap on its head but the little babies are like brown and speckled almost like um, a sort of bittern or like even like sort of a fawn basically that sort of colored pattern Mm. but for the first two weeks after they leave the nest they can't fly so they just run around in the reeds like little bugs like they like you know stay out of like harm's way and like getting attacked and stuff (laughs) which i think is pretty fun and if, so if you ever see a black crowned night heron flying and it still has those speckles, that means it's probably just over six months or six weeks old. Like it just learned how to Whoa. fly because they lose that adult feathering pretty quick after that. so Or lose the baby feathering, I mean, pretty quick after that, which is cool. Wow. Also, they they have gigantic spooky red eyes, which we talked about. Oh, yeah. And they make the dumbest sound. They literally just sound like <laughs> the penguins from Adventure Time. They're like, wah, 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 which is a lot of fun. <laughs> mm-hmm. So... My family knows that they're gonna hear whan wah, wha in the sky, and then see me running into the backyard with my camera out to catch <laughs> the uh, night herons flying overhead, which is fun.
0: Is your family into birds?
1: No, uh, they support me. They uh, like looking at they like looking at my bird photos, but yeah, I tried taking my nephew out birding because it's like po- he loves Pokemon. I was like, oh, it's the same thing, and then oh, he does not have the attention span for this yet. He's seven years old, so uh, we'll yeah. see. My oldest yeah. nephew did seem to enjoy it, but got pretty bored pretty quick. So we'll see if I try that again. Well, th- was there any of birds you guys wanted to talk about that we saw today that really stood out to you? Um,
2: I was going to say before we saw the kestrel that the coot was my favorite today because I've just never mm. noticed how tiny they are, but obviously the kestrel is getting my vote. Yeah. So I just wanted mm. to mention.
1: And we should bring up the coot because we brought up the coot every episode that we've seen them because they're so striking and because of those fucked up legs and feet. And today we really saw those feet in action because they were diving for food. So the little butts and feet were just hanging in the air. And it was uh, really fun. It was really cute.
0: It was crazy to see those feet.
2: And they're so tiny. Uh,
0: I just want to give a quick shout out to Black Phoebes. (laughs) I just think they're really cute. I love their little heads. I like the very, very elegant and understated, the black, but with like the white sort of like pointed, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like kind of like little tucks.
1: Sure. No, they're very. I just, I just thought very, they were chic. They're little fancy guys.
0: Yeah, I liked them.
1: Yeah, they're so great. I, so. Awesome. Well, that leads us to our next segment. So, Hannah, of the birds that we saw yes. today, what was your favorite? Was it that Black Phoebe, or did another bird really stand out to you?
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think I don't know. I liked the anxious, or I liked the anxious. Oh man, there were so many. <laughs> So many guys that I I I mean probably honestly Stormy was my favorite the dog. <laughs> Did um, you find out what Stormy no.
1: was? Was he a mix? I or think something? she seemed like
0: a little terrier Oh she? I'm mix. sorry.
1: Okay. I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe
2: a schnauzer.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um,
1: a what?
2: A schnauzer.
0: A schnauzer. Mix. Oh yeah. With the little like yeah. He had a haircut. Uh, no, I th- I think I think Black Phoebe was kind of my fave. I don't know why. Just. Oh sure. I just liked them. They just thought they were cute. They were kind of showing off for us at one point. They were like flying over us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're cute little guys. Jess, what was yeah. your favorite we saw today? Kestrel. I, yeah, I was gonna. Sorry. <laughs>
0: Duh, no brainer.
2: <laughs> what about you, Dewey?
1: I think it was. If you had asked me right before the end of the trail trip, I would have said seeing that spotted sandpiper again because those guys are so dang cute. I love mm-hmm. seeing a little kestrel or a little um sorry, I didn't slip there. I love seeing <laughs> he, a little he, spotted sandpiper. But I think it was that American kestrel. Just finally seeing that thing in action. We got to see it kill. I've never seen it in person before. I've wanted to for a long time. Cool. And seeing that, I think was really cool.
2: Totally. Yeah. Hannah, would you go birding again?
0: I would, absolutely. I'm down. Hell yeah. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Hell yeah. Well, that leads us to our next segment. We have a little time, so I prepared a little activity for us. So not technically a game. There are no winners. But this is a game that we're going to play quite a bit this year, I think. Unless Jess vetoes it. We'll go over that. But
2: I don't know what this is.
1: Yeah, it's a new game. So um, <laughs> it's related to the news. So if anybody's been paying attention to bird news, all oh. birds that have been named after people are going to be renamed oh. because there are a lot of problematic names out there. And rather than go through with some sort of panel and decide who gets to keep what name... The American Ornithological Society has just decided we're going to rename all birds named after people so everybody can enjoy birds without, you know, having to honor certain people who may not deserve honor. So with that, I'm going to show you guys some birds named after people and you are going to rename them.
0: Okay. I love it.
1: So here's our first one. This is a favorite of Jess's. So she may have some strong opinions. By the way, you guys don't have to agree on a name. You can both come up with your own name independently. You can work together. Choice is yours. This is the Bullock's Oriole.
2: That's kind of a fun name though.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Could we just change it to Bollocks? <laughs> so it's like
1: <laughs> <laughs> Sure, you call it the Bollocks Oriole, so it's named after the British slang for balls?
2: Fuck, I thought it was, I always think it's butt. Is it butt? I thought it was balls. <laughs> No, it's not, I'm thinking buttocks.
1: Oh. oh. <laughs> we call it the Buttocks <laughs> Oriole. So for the listeners, as uh, Hannah and, and uh, Jess are looking through this link to the Bullock's Oriole in the chat, um, so the Bullock's Oriole is the one that Jess wants to eat the most. It's a primarily orange guy, <laughs> orange head, orange chest, with a sort of like soul patch goatee-esque formation from his beak to its chest, and then the sort of like black cap on its head and black back with a black and white wing. So a very beautiful bird. The female being those colors, but more yellow with the orange, and more gray with the black. Are you guys both settled on Bollocks Oriole, or Hannah? Do you have an alt?
0: Um, no, I I like Bollocks because one picture, pardon, uh, one picture I'm looking at in particular. This little guy does look like a kind of a middle aged British soccer hooligan. <laughs> like, there's like a very specific British man. I'll try to find a picture and send you it. but yeah. Like that's very like kind of like stout. Sure. <laughs> It looks like
1: this.
0: It's just, yeah. oh, isn't it? <laughs> and it kind of looks like that. So I like
1: a bollocks. Okay. Bollocks I, bird. I think that's a good choice. So this okay. next one we talked about a little bit today. This this is the Anna's Hummingbird, which earlier today we talked about because... I already
2: renamed we it. We think
1: it should be called the Hannah's Hummingbird. <laughs> but we can't do that.
0: Right. Why not? Because I All the people names are gone Was a, was a Civil War I was a Confederate uh, yes, we General should
1: mention that. Yeah, Hannah's a Confederate ghost That's a Yeah uh... Yeah, so, but yeah, so the for listeners We've past. talked about the Anna's Hummingbird But it's uh, primarily green With um, sort of this grayish brown wing And then this beautiful rosy scale um, Stuff on it. its face for the male And then a little bit of that scale But mostly gray on the face for the female So beautiful little creatures
0: Love. I want to pitch a name. Okay. I just want to call them girly pops, <laughs> because well, there are, that. are they not just like little girly pops? Yeah. They're like, and agree. they kind of it's like lollipop, like a little candy, but also kind of like we're going shopping. <laughs> I don't know. I know. I agree. That's what I think.
2: I, my my thought was lollipop, so I'm oh. totally on board with girly wow. pop.
0: <laughs> That's crazy. I know. God, they're so fucking cute.
1: I will say past guest Lauren Griggs, who we talked in our 30th episode um, about this, I think would also agree because he's talked about wanting to just pop hummingbirds into his mouth. So I think girly pop is a very, very good name for these guys. Wow, totally agree. Okay, so it's settled. Anna's hummingbird is now girly pop. So we'll send our email to the American Ornithological Society. (laughs) So this next one, is one we've covered before on this podcast that Jess has seen and I have seen, but we've never seen it together. This Mm. is the Stellar's Jay, which most people, I cannot wait for this name to change because most people spell it wrong anyway. It's named after a guy Mm. named Stellar, but most people spell Stellar.
0: Mm.
2: Well, it is Stellar.
1: So for the listeners, the Stellar's Jay, we talked about it before. It looks like a blue Jay who's been in a cartoon explosion. He's got the blue Jay (laughs) body with a black head and a little black crest and then black shoulders.
0: Cute. He looks like a 2009 emo <laughs> or screamo guy.
1: Yeah.
2: There's one of him
0: screaming a with a
1: little mohawk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> very beautiful.
1: That's the thing about birds. They're very beautiful. Mm hmm. I'm going to go Jess?
2: like ocean wind.
0: Ooh.
1: Ocean wind, wow, cute. So you're naming him after That's... like a uh, Yankee Candle.
2: Or ocean, ocean storm. <laughs> yeah, I'm going the Yankee oh, Candle yeah.
0: route. Yeah, ocean storm. That's ocean very storm. lyrical and beautiful.
1: Did you have any any ideas, Hannah?
0: I kind of wanted to call him Chad.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> or okay, like so t- uh, Tyler.
1: Sure. birds <laughs> named after people, wrong. Bird named a person, right. name fine. Exactly. A- <laughs> okay.
2: Yeah. How's that different than what I said <laughs> With the it was a bird.
1: specific Hannah. And we know that this guy is just named oh, Chad. Okay. So
0: there's just a Chad guy, but I do like ocean storm.
2: You could also just change it to stellar Jay. Like he's a cool guy.
1: That was one of the big suggestions on one of the birding subreddits. So yeah, he's great. Yeah. A okay. lot of these yeah. could
2: just be like one letter change.
1: So jury's yeah. out on this one, but we have some good options here. We have Ocean Storm, Chad, Tyler, or Stellar J. So <laughs> mm-hmm. the debate will rage on.
2: I'm like channeling your mom naming cats.
1: <laughs> yeah, so for Hannah Shadow for some dance. background, my mom's my mom's cats were named Trinity Grace and Shadow Dancer. <laughs> and I will say, uh Shadow Dancer was originally named Sirius Black, and then they found out she was a girl, so they'd rename her.
0: <laughs> That's so cute. Yeah. Wow that's so funny they didn't even change it to her. a girl name yeah <laughs> right just shadow dancer
1: okay well what's great too is that the cats love water so there's one time my mom's boyfriend opened up the shower and the two cats jumped out at him like it was a cartoon <laughs> it's very fun that's cute awesome well that brings us to our final segment now that we have enacted great social change <laughs> Anna, do you have anything to plug
0: yeah, sure. I have my own little podcast uh with Dickie, my best friend and roommate. We do the tarot show, which is started in the pandemic over Instagram Live. And then we did it have done a live show now for a few times, and now it's a podcast. Whoa. Oh yeah. So um yeah, it's called uh just the tarot show, and it's available on all the things that you can find a podcast on
1: okay check out that show yeah hell yeah. yeah
0: it's fun yeah
1: and how often is the live show
0: uh we've kind of done it seasonally so oh, okay so the, this was our fourth one on oh, halloween
1: nice. okay yeah. well then is there social so. media where they can follow you and keep up with the shows or do you have some of the podcast or
0: yeah um well we'll have our next show is at ucb franklin here in la on valentine's day
1: whoa um, spooky
0: yeah yeah it'll be really fun very scary uh and then uh you can follow me at harnargargar <laughs> on instagram or uh the tarot show 444 okay or Dicky at Dicky pants <laughs> 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 so, That's fun. i'm not good at plugging uh, no you
1: don't have to be i just i want to make sure that your new fans can find you wherever they want oh my so. god
0: thank you so much so much
1: um, Thank you so Jess, much. Jess, you got anything to plug?
2: I don't think I have anything to plug except my pet sitting abilities. If you need a pet sitter.
0: Oh, hell yeah. yeah. I'm available.
1: Yes. If you need Stormy, watch. Uh, hit up Jess. If
0: I need- <laughs> oh, yeah. I really hope Stormy's parent listens to this and is yeah. like, wow, they're talking about me a lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, it's actually kind of, we only talked for like a minute. This is kind of creepy, guys. Can you uh, talk about me less, please?
2: the stormy podcast no now. yeah no we love uh, you sorry Dewey what do you want to plug
1: well i'm gonna be a little selfish here and plug this podcast so again Brave. this is a wonderful little podcast that we love doing and if you love listening to it then share it with your friends share our reels on instagram share our links to our podcast leave a review on spotify uh, or itunes follow us on spotify because remember once we hit two hundred Spotify followers, I will be doing a topless episode. So if you follow us on Spotify, <laughs> you are helping get us to that goal <laughs> of uh, my special topless episode to be released. So if you want to hashtag free the nipple, if you're part of our little uh, what do we call it? A nipple club? Coco fan
2: club? Coco's yeah, Coco's yeah, some, nipple Coco's club girls. Yes,
1: something like Coco's that. Girls. Society of nipples, yeah. Coco <laughs> Girls, yeah. If you're if you're one of Coco's girls give us a like so we can free we can free my weirdly small nipples uh but yeah that's all that's all i'm gonna plug so share the podcast help us grow i don't want to have a real job Uh, Hell yeah well hannah (laughs) thank you so much for coming on i'm gonna leave everybody with the hurt my throat doing it that time